0: Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Thank you so much for joining us this Sunday afternoon. I am Jason Kong, uh, happy to be alongside Dr. Mann, who's been in the Triangle for over 20 years as head of Charles Ashley Mann family and cosmetic dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great, man. It's a
1: great vacation time to go to the beach with the nice heat out. I'm glad you postponed
0: your vacation for one day so that you <laughs> uh, could come in here and talk with us. I
1: hope our listeners are listening all the way at the beach, but I doubt
0: it. <laughs> that signal goes pretty far. It but, does go uh, far. Getting it out to the coast, maybe it's, it's got to be a clear day for that. So, uh, Well, Dr. Mann, I'm excited for the program today because we're going to be talking about something that I think more people than we care to admit uh, tend to have this issue, and that's fear of going to the dentist. It is, you know, it's a, it's an ama- it's a major phobia,
1: um, out there. Uh, there's, believe it or not, 50% of the people in America haven't visited the dentist within the past two years. Wow. That's a lot. That's a ton, you know? So of that 50%, there's a large percentage is, is because of fear and the uncomfortable feeling they get. Um, so yeah, probably the number one reason why people uh, or those who are scared are, is because of a bad experience that they had. You know, um, usually early in childhood, they had a bad experience and it, it stuck with them. Um, they had a parent who was very scared of the dentist and they picked up on it and they also never took them to the dentist unless they had a problem. So um, they become fearful. The other, the other fearful uh, thing that we see is a lot of people are claustrophobic um, and they don't like the, the closeness that the dentist has to get, being in the mouth not being able to breathe the water when we, when we work, you know, we have to use a lot of water. So there's a lot of things that can create the fear and it's understandable. You know, um, one of the things we, we like to do in our office is recognize fear and, you know, uh, and tell patients, you know, it's not, um, it's, it's not to be frowned upon. You know, there's a, there's a reason why everybody has fears and you can't make fun of it or, you know, deny or try to, Um, avoid sharing that with us because it just makes your dental visit that much more unpleasant if you try to tough it out.
0: Yeah, uh, that's not going to help. And, you know, I've got a family member who is afraid of going to the dentist and you tend to see, um, you know, when you have a symptom or something that you should get checked out, you think, well, you know, it's it's not that bad right now. I'm going to try and put this off, or, you know, if it gets really bad, then I'll go ahead and face my fear. Um, I'm guessing that's not a good thing, Dr.
1: Man. Not a great thing, especially for, for patients who are scared, because it really creates more fear, and a lot of people say, well, why is that, you know, if they're avoiding the dentist? Well, what happens is the pain. You get pain associated with avoidance of coming to the dentist. Well, then that pain, the first thing that pops in their mind is, oh, my God, there's going to be a major, major uh, I might have to have a tooth pulled. I might have to have a root canal. That exacerbates that you know uh, fear and anxiety about coming to the dentist. And the other thing, believe it or not, that pops in their mind is the cost. They realize, oh my goodness, it's going to be more money now because I've waited. And you know when the cost factor and the fear factor comes in together, you get you get quite a bit of anxiety. So I think it feeds upon itself. And so I, that's why I encourage people: Hey, if you're scared of the dentist, there are a lot of things that can be done, but don't avoid it because it just breeds fear, more fear, more fear. And especially if you have children, you want to try to make sure you know that you're not breeding that fear into them because it's like we talked about in many shows, it's very, very important to stay on top of your oral health just because of the implications that, that occurs for your overall health if, if you ignore
0: it. I don't know if this falls exactly under the fear category, but what about those people who – maybe are embarrassed by the state of, yes. their, of their dental health. Um, you know, what would you say to those people? That is a
1: a form of a phobia, like a fear or, you know, the fear of someone judging you, right. you know, that kind of thing. I just tell all my patients, you know, I'm not going to judge your past. You know, when you're coming to my office, we're going to try to figure out what we can do to help meet your desires and what you want to see your smile like, or what you want your oral health to be like. I can't judge what happened in the past. You know, there's many reasons. It could be financial. It could be fear. It could be addictions. A lot of times drug addictions can cause a deterioration of the teeth. Um, eating disorders, bulimia, and things like that can cause them. Acid reflux could cause them. So there's a lot of things that can cause your teeth to deteriorate and look bad, and it's not really your any individual's you know fault. Even addicts, if you're addicted to something, it's very hard to come off unless you get help. But the side effect of being addicted, especially to crack or some of the other meths that you have to um, smoke and stuff that deteriorate your teeth. The side effect you know, of being addicted is that it's breaking down your teeth. So we judge not um, yet you be judged, as the Bible says. So when someone comes in, our goal is to help them. And if it's fear, then we can overcome those fears.
0: Yeah, and your your staff does a wonderful job in that regard. I've I've been to other places where you know the uh, they may give you a ribbing or you know be a little bit judgy about you know, some some conditions that you may have, but uh, you, you guys absolutely do not do that. Um, and you're as as we hear every afternoon, you know, you've always got such a positive and and bright outlook that uh, I would recommend that anyone go see you if they if they do have that sort of embarrassment or anxiety in that regard. Well, uh, Doctor Man, I've got plenty more questions questions about fear. And uh, I'm going to keep peppering you with All these right. questions, but we do have to take a break here. I want to remind you. Should every- I be scared? <laughs> uh, no, you should not be scared. There should be no fear here, no fear at the dentist office, no fear anywhere. Uh, if you do want to schedule an appointment with Dr. Mann, you can call the office 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. Three, eight, or if you're afraid to pick up a phone, you can go online to smileman.com. That's man with two ends, smileman.com. There you can schedule an appointment. You can see all the services that Dr. Man offers at his office. It's a wonderful website, and it's very easy to use. I recommend it if you uh, prefer to do some stuff online. A quick break and back with more. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of. Charles Ashley man, Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. And today we're talking about fear of dentistry and going to the dentist. And Dr. Man, we started out talking about why some of these fears exist and what the basis for some of those might be. Well, let's get down to how you guys fix that. So uh, for someone who does have fear and anxiety, what, what can people do or what can you do to help ease that?
1: Yeah. One of the things that, you know, anxiety comes in different forms you know uh some are slightly anxious to you know super super anxious mm-hmm. but um, some of the things that people can do at home um, before they come to a dental appointment you know some people are scared of shot some people are scared because they don't get numb things like that but um, one of the things you want to do is, is is if you don't get numb and that's one of the things that can create some fear because you're going to feel feel it once you start working if you don't get numb with a shot is uh try to pick early morning appointments when your stress levels are, are lower, um, stress can increase the the hormones that that keep you from getting numb. So I would I would highly recommend that. The other thing I would recommend is patients who have a hard time getting numb that might create some anxiety and fear. Stay away from caffeine um, twelve hours before you come to the dentist. Caffeine can interfere with some of the numbing agents that we use, and that that can also cause a, a person to have to have more anesthesia. Um, a lot of people are are afraid of shots and one of the things that um you can ask your dentist to do is um we have something called a dental vibe in our office which actually vibrates before we give a shot so it's it actually vibrates right above the two uh, area where we're getting ready to numb someone and our patients never feel the shot wow it's a distraction mechanism but it also blocks what we call the gal gates which is what sends the information to your brain that tells you something's hurting um and it, and it disperses the anesthetic. A lot of people feel a shot. They don't feel the needle. They feel the anesthetic going in. So we can use anesthetics, ask them to use an anesthetic that's more pH level um, right at seven, which is what our blood is, or a little bit actually above seven. Um, a lot of the anesthetics that numb really profound are more on the acidic side, which means they have a lower pH. But you can start out with one and then follow it up with another one if, if, if um, need be, and then you don't have the pain with shots um the other thing with shots too is you know you can bring headphones in um soothing music things that that, that you feel comfortable with i always tell people you know bring them in you know there's so many uh ways to not hear the drill or you know not not feel the shot if you're if you're uncomfortable with it um that distracts you you know movie whatever it may be We, we we encourage people um the other thing is um we try to create this environment, soothing environment with um, different types of oils. Lavender oil is a great thing for people who are anxious, kind of calms them. You know, if you're someone before you go into the dentist who who is anxious, try getting some lavender oil and just rub it on your your, um, uh, palms or right on your um, uh, wrists right there. And that way you can smell it throughout the whole procedure that's going on and it'll help calm you some. And that that's that's for those people who are a little bit anxious, you know.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, those are some good easy tips that would help, I think, anyone who's dealing with some anxiety out for a visit if they were fearful of the dentist in any way. Uh, Dr. Mann, we hear a lot about sedation dentistry. Um, tell me about that. Well, the first thing I'd like to say is
1: don't try to sedate yourself before you come into the dentist, <laughs> that's a good like, tip. Um, a lot of people may try to do that, and that can actually prevent you from getting dental work um, because we can't work on you if you've sedated, because we don't know how sedated you are, and some of the things that we give you might interact if, you, if we're not sure with what you took. So, but we do um, minimal sedation in our office for those patients who don't want to to be completely out, but they want, you know, they want to feel a little more relaxed than they can get with some of the things I just talked about. And one of the most easy and fail ones is nitrous oxide or sleeping uh, – uh, excuse me, uh, laughing gas. Um, the nitrous oxide basically puts you in a nice euphoric-type uh, mood, um, and it also creates some form of amnesia. So not to the point where you can't remember what was going on, but you don't remember when you got a shot. You don't you know, hear the drill as much, and you don't feel – as um, tense. So your muscles aren't tense. You're more relaxed. Um, but the good thing about nitrous oxide is it's easily administered. Um, there's no side effects. Um, most everybody can get it. Um, and uh, it's easily reversed. So guess what? You get to drive home yourself. You don't have to have someone, you know, bring you to get sedated. Um, we, we put people on uh, nitrous oxide and it, and it takes effect really quickly usually within five to six seven minutes and then all you have to do at the end of an appointment is breathe oxygen for five minutes and then the the nitrous oxide is out of your body so it's um it's a great form for those people who are are anxious about getting any kind of work done we also can um, also uh, prescribe some anti-anxiety pills that people have anxiety before their appointment they just don't even want to walk through the door right we can prescribe some anti-anxiety pills to help them and they take them about an hour before they come in if they don't want to do the nitrous and then they can actually have that anti-anxiety effect while we're working on them i highly recommend that you don't take them while you're driving because some of them are sedation form you you know you want somebody to to drive you but we also can mix that with nitrous oxide as well we can give one dose of the anti-anxiety and mix it with the nitrous And it can actually feel like, you know, you've taken three or four doses of the anti-anxiety or the sedation pill that we gave you. Um, And it's very safe. The key is you don't want to try to medicate yourself. And then, you know, you want to stick with what the prescription says. With sedation medications, you only want to take one dose um, because everybody reacts differently when they're taking a pill form, okay, because it has to pass through your gut and then it has to pass through your liver before it takes its effect and everybody absorbs it differently so you have to be really careful and you don't try to self-medicate before you come into the dental office but that those two forms are very very common that we use in our office for people who have a little bit of anxiety and that have a little bit of
0: work that needs to be done Oh, that's good to know. If you have that option available to you and you do deal with fear or anxiety, that's an option or several options that are available to you. And if you'd like to schedule an appointment with Dr. Mann, you can call the office 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. 38 Dr. Mann has two offices, one in Cary at 315 East Chatham Street, the other in Garner off of Highway 70 and you can also book an appointment online by going to smileman.com, smileman.com that's man with two n's. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Radio 680 WPTF. You are listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. You can find more information about him at smileman.com. Jason Kong here with Dr. Mann and today we're talking about Fear of going to the dentist and fear of getting dental work, Doctor Mann, We've uh, we've discussed a lot so far. I'm learning a lot as always with this program. And just before the break, we were discussing discussing minimal sedation dentistry. Uh, but I also hear about IV sedation. So our moderate sedation. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, modern IV sedation are the same. Um, and IV sedation is something that we use in our office for those patients who are extremely anxious. Um, um, it's also used for for patients who who can't you know take a pill or who doesn't like nitrous oxide on their face. Um, IV sedation is a great alternative form, um, and uh, you know not every dental office uh, provides IV sedation. So you know if you're one of those patients who need it and you've been to another dental office, we provide it in our office. And then if you feel comfortable getting your cleanings. Um, with, with that dentist, we send them back, but there's a lot of people who just don't like the drill. They may not like the shot. They may not like, um, getting their wisdom teeth out without being IV sedated. And so IV sedation is something that we use for those type of things. Surgeries, we use it a lot on for, um, patients who are getting their wisdom teeth out. It just, it makes them feel more comfortable while we're doing surgery, even though we still give a local anesthetic, even with IV sedation, we still give a lo- local anesthetic. It just helps those patients, um, get through it without, you know, having to worry about uh, any, any uh, pressure or uh, any unforeseen uh, things that may occur that takes longer than normal. Um, It helps, it helps keep them nice and relaxed. You know, uh, we use, uh, you know, uh, what we call the milk of sleep in our office, propofol, you know, which is one that a lot of people use to get, uh, you know, whether it's mostly outpatient uh, procedures that that we use propofol because um, all of our patients are outpatient. But when you go and get uh, you know a, a colonoscopy and things like that, propofol is usually the one of choice that that most people use. But you wake up very refreshed. You don't you know have that lingering feeling that you get when you that you get when you normally get anesthesia. So um, patients love it um, because they can come back and and get it again and not have to worry about you know having that feeling of one or two days of sluggish sluggishness but it's a very safe form iV is um, because it's uh the drug acts quicker you know versus the nitrous oxide which acts as pretty quickly but not as as deep but if you're taking a pill like an anti-anxiety pill it might take an hour an hour and a half before it kicks in completely with IV seconds you know once it hits that iV it's it's it's, it's ready to go. So for that reason, we can get started quicker. We can also do a longer um, appointments with IV sedation than we can with pill sedation. Um, if someone has a lot of work that needs to be done, we can do four or five, six hour appointment versus we usually have to keep it in the two to three hour range for those people that are taking the pill form for anti-anxiety because it only lasts about that long. Um, we have a nurse anesthetist that comes in our office that that actually administers the IV sedation while I do the work. But I've also been trained to do IV sedation by myself. And I have two dental assistants that also have been trained in IV sedation as IV sedation assistants. So it's a very safe procedure in my office. We, we take it very seriously. But we do have a nurse anesthetist that's been doing it for about 20 years that comes in and helps us out. And um, so anybody out there that that is putting it off, um, it, again, it's a very simple safe outpatient procedure. You know, in the past for these patients that needed IV sedation, they would have to go to the hospital, which is very expensive and very time consuming. Now you can do it in in our office and there's
0: other offices as well around the area that do IV sedation without having that expense. So if you are someone who's fearful of going to the dentist and you, you've you decided, okay, um, sedation is, is probably something that I, I've want to look into um how do you decide whether the minimal or the moderate is is the way to go
1: well it just depends on the the individual um and how uh, frightful they are you know if they've tried minimal uh, sedation or nitrous before and it didn't work then i would recommend ivy sedation you know just straight to ivy sedation if they haven't i would lean more towards it you know trying minimal and nitrous because it's going to um work for most people but for smokers for those with high levels of anxiety for those who have been taking um, anxiety medication uh, for a long period of time for those who might be on narcotics opiates uh, for pain those type of people probably are not going to get what they need out of just nitrous and taking some anti-anxiety pills, they're going to be the people that we're going to have to push into IV sedation, and IV sedation is a little bit safer for those patients because IV, if there is a problem, you can reverse it within seconds because you 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 know it it goes directly to their brain through the blood, whereas with someone who you're giving a pill form and you don't have an IV in, um, it can cause some some issues if they have some kind of uh, of reaction. So. For those for those reasons, I advise patients that are on certain medications to move into the IV sedation form. But there's just some of those that just want to be completely out. Yeah. There's some patients who I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to do
0: anything. And for those, I would say IV moderate sedation is the way to go. I've got about two more minutes left here, Dr. Mann, and I want to ask you um, – Have you had some success stories where you've got someone who's just a wreck and, you know, they they are just totally afraid of going to the dentist. They try one of these sedation methods and then, uh, you know, suddenly they realize uh, there's no real reason to be afraid here. Absolutely. I've had
1: many cases where they started out with IV sedation and then we moved them into minimal sedation. And now they don't use any sedation at all. And I think it all came down to the fear factor of a bad experience. And it just stayed with them. And then once they got through the fact that, hey, this wasn't so bad. And let me go to the next step and see if it's not so bad. And and we encourage people to do that because our goal is to get them so they don't need anything. Um, We want them to be comfortable at our office. And so we have probably, I would say, at least 20 to 30 patients that we used to sedate every time that no longer need it. Um, we had one guy that was, um, wanting every time he got his teeth clean wow, just to get his teeth clean. That's yeah. how scared he was. And now he only does, he only does, um, nitrous oxide if he needs a, a filling or something major, but every time he comes and gets his teeth clean, no, no sedation. So, um, that's cool. yeah, it is. And, um, if you don't need a drug, if you don't you know, need, need it. Why you, you know, why, why take it if you don't need it? So our goal is to try to prevent from having to give those drugs. But we understand that there's a lot of people out there that need them and we're not going to judge you if you do. You know, our goal is to make your experience the most comfortable experience possible and get your mouth healthy and also encourage you to, Hey, don't not come to the dentist just because you're scared. We're going to overcome that fear.
0: Yeah, and your office. Uh, if if folks haven't been to the dentist in quite some time, out of fear, uh, you, you Doctor Man, you seem like you're operating in the year three thousand with the technology <laughs> that you have in your office. Everything like the tools are so small, everything is so quiet and nice in there. Uh, it's uh, a wonderful experience. I hope I live that
1: long, but I don't think I will. <laughs>
0: uh, I, who knows? Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed. So you, you keep your teeth healthy enough. Yeah. Maybe Doctor Man, maybe you'll get to the year three thousand. Never know. Yeah, you do. Maybe, maybe they'll, they'll have
1: some innovation that comes out that keeps us all, you know. 200 years plus, right?
0: I'm hoping for It'll that. Be like Moses. So. Hopefully in the next couple of years we see that. Um, if you do want to schedule an appointment with Dr. Mann, call the office. 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. Or go online to smileman.com smileman.com Man with two N's. And Dr. Mann, what do we have on tap for next week? Next week, I'm going to be talking about uh,
1: basically some mission uh, trip involvement that I've been involved with and some of the local things if people want to get involved in helping those who can't afford dentistry. Um, we're going to be talking about several programs that people can um, contribute to and, and or be involved with to help those in need, not only here in the Triangle, but you know in, lo- in other countries.
0: Man, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to that. We will do that next Sunday at 430. We hope you will join us for Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a wonderful day.